guys, it's Fabiola Rivas and welcome to the Fabulous Podcast. One of the geekiest things about me is that I love Marvel movies. Not the comic books, I don't read the comic books, but the movies are by far my favorite. I love watching superhero stuff. It's just my thing. And I recently decided to watch all of them because why not, right? And I feel like I found new information about each and every one of them that really just blew me away. Martin Scorsese recently talked about how the Marvel movies are pretty much trash. It's just action movie and Disney's just collecting money, right? I'm paraphrasing, but it's something like that. That there's no taste in them, right? And I actually disagree. I mean, I've always disagreed, but I mean, he is kind of right. Disney is just collecting monies with this movie, and they are heavily action-packed, but they do carry a lot of messages that I thought would be interesting to talk about. I didn't really break them down, like, each movie, which I should have done, but it's something I want to do in the future, of course. But there were just some things that I thought we can cover. And one of the things that I learned was how in all the movies, it's all like a three-act structure. There's a beginning, middle, and end. Like, all of them from the first movie, which was the Iron Man, all the way to Endgame, right? They were all like, there was a beginning, middle, and end in all, all each movie. And then you take out just the Avenger movies, and there's a beginning, middle, and end. And then you take each individual movie and there's a beginning, middle, and end. And I thought that was just fascinating how these movies came together. They were all delicately written to match each of like the movies. So then at the end, the Avengers Endgame at the end is just like a bow of each character craftily. Each character crafted well so you can relate and understand each of them and where their intentions were. And I thought that was so fascinating of who these characters were at the beginning to who they ended up. And you can go back to any of them and you can see that. And I started off watching Doctor Strange because I thought he was an interesting character, how he had it all. It was almost like Tony Stark. But there was more of that, I am broken now and I have nothing to live for sense, right? I mean, Thor has that too, but it was just that spiritual sense. And there was a quote there that really intrigued me, which was, we never leave our demons. We learn to live above them. And I thought that was interesting because we all have demons. We all have something we're struggling with. And we come to a point where we just understand ourselves and we try to change our habits. And it's still there. Like, you could be the most confident person, but there'll be something. There's always something that could bring out negativity. Because negativity is everywhere. It is everywhere. Everywhere you go, like, it's just a form of demons. Like, 
It's everywhere. It's among you. You can be in a room filled with amazing, incredible people, and somehow negativity will sneak in, right? And we just learn to be above it. We, I actually, we either accept what is and we just deal with the negative stuff, or we just become better where negativity can't really break us. But it is around. But we just learned to live above it. And I thought that was so interesting. And that's why I went through the Marvel rabbit hole because of Doctor Strange. Because of how each character has their own thing. And in the end of Endgame, you see, like, new people. I mean, look at Thor. He was like a god. He knew his path in life, right? He was going to be king and he was going to rule, right? It was already written in the stars. And he lost all of that. And he now, at the end of this, lost everything to a point of he has to find out who he is. Like, who is he if he's not king? And that's his journey. That's why I think it's so different that even though the characters are similar, like you have Doctor Strange and Iron Man, but they're so different. And another one is Spider-Man, how he wants to be a superhero. Like, that's all he wants because... It's so cool. It's so humble to be a superhero. And he is taught through Tony Stark about how it's not about the suit. It's not being a superhero. It's who are you at your core, right? Why are they superheroes? It's not because they want fame and glory. It's just, it's something meaningful to save people, right? And I thought that was also interesting. And even Iron Man, look at his arc from beginning to end. He has an amazing arc. Like You see this selfish person who only thinks about himself. But his character is so interesting that that we root for him. Like We want to be Tony Stark. A lot of us want to be as confident as Tony Stark. But of course he has flaws. And it goes with Captain America, how they're both opposite ends. I mean, Tony Stark is a person who thinks for himself, only does things that are for him, and he knows himself well, where Captain America is a very selfless person and goes with authority because authority knows better. They know right, and so that's why he is a soldier fighting for people because that is the right thing to do. And they clash. Tony Stark and Captain America clash because Tony Stark makes Captain America see that authority is not all good. There is some bad. People's high stuff, right? And Captain America teaches him how it's not just about him. Like, there is more to life than just about yourself, and thinking that you are above everybody, right? And so it's this two worlds. And the interesting thing was when you get to uh, the the second Avenger, it's now this idea of technology, right? And it goes into civil war because of that. This idea of technology rules us, right? Technology rules us. And there was this amazing quote by Ultron that said... You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. How is humanity saved if it is not allowed to evolve? 
And I thought that was so interesting because the internet, we want to be protected, right? We, but everything in the internet is out there. Like all of our information is out there and we think that is bad. Like invading our privacy is bad, but it is out there and we don't want it to evolve. Like the internet is there and it's having a mind of its own, but that is bad. It's bad that it has a mind of its own, but we're letting it have a mind of its own. And I think that is interesting. It goes back to the robots and them uh, just taking over because we allow them to be smart. Which, of course, right now we have this battle of privacy and technology uh, being taken away. And some people are actually okay with their privacy being taken away. And you even look at celebrities, how celebrities we don't want them to have privacy a lot of people want to know the ins and out of a celebrity and we want to know everything and how dare they have privacy how dare they not let us into their world i mean look at all those magazines you see in the aisle how it intrigues you because you want to know into their window but isn't that invading privacy wanting to know about someone's life like they're not allowed i mean just look at justin beaver i was um seen something where he was photographed and he said and he was asked how he looks so broken down and stuff and he was saying how people you know cry people are sad people go through things it's just he has to be photographed and why does he have to be photographed why can't he just be a person who cries and I thought that was amazing so it goes back to that stuff and it leads to civil war which I thought was so interesting how life is a balance and I really want to get into that more I have to do more research on that stuff life is a balance everything in life has to be a balance I mean, even the stuff you eat like you eat too much pizza uh that's bad you eat too much kale it's gonna hurt your stomach right you run too much your knees are gonna eventually give up right Everything is a balance, and I thought that was so interesting in Civil War, this battle of superheroes being controlled, right? Authority has to control superheroes because they have too much power, right? But an individual superhero knows their strengths and weaknesses, right? Why do they need to be controlled by somebody? Why? They are a superhero. They know how to save people. Why? And it's that conflict, right, of giving someone too much power and taking that power away. And I thought that was such an interesting topic because it relates to nowadays. I really think people should go back and really listen to that movie because that's where we are right now. It's that how do we balance life, right? Again, it goes to that whole Ultron thing about how uh, change, right? And how can we save humanity if it's not allowed to evolve, right? Because we are scared of anarchy, right? But we are also scared of not having that government authority, right? So where is that balance and stuff? I know I'm getting like all political and stuff, but I just started thinking about that. And I think it's an interesting topic that we should all think about, really. Where do we want to be in life? Where is that balance? 
because there is no balance right now. We're trying to figure out, we are evolving, but where is this change going to lead? And I think that is very interesting. Now, going to other things uh, that I also thought was fascinating, how you have characters like Ant-Man and... Doctor Strange. So Doctor Strange is very spiritual, right? And I thought it was so cool that you actually learn stuff that's spiritual. And then you also have Ant-Man who has the science, the science of spirituality. It is that science, right? Spirituality has that science now, which is quantum. Quantum explains how energy is thrown out into the universe your thoughts right you think of something you throw it into existence and it manifests right it's that that law of attraction manifestation uh that law of attraction that manifests right and i think that is so interesting how Ant-Man and dr strange really unite in that sense of quantum what are you guys' thoughts of law of attraction and the science behind it there is a book uh, that I have yet to name. I forgot what it's called, but it is the science of law of attraction. And now there is proof that it is a real thing. I mean, it's all theory, of course, but it it is so possible that our thoughts really manifest and we do throw it out into the universe and it does happen. Like our little itsy bitsy person, right? The person that we are, really does affect the cosmos and the Dalai Lama said it how like a mosquito is tiny but it pisses us off it really does an impact on us and that's very fascinating because one little tiny mosquito can really ruin our day right and that's kind of how we are just because we're one individual in the cosmos we can really make a difference and I think that is brilliant now, another character I want to point out is Bruce Banner. He starts off as a broken man. He's like the opposite. He feels like he is a burden. He has this disease, right? And by the end of it, he owns his power. And I think that is beautiful because that is life itself, is that we sometimes feel like who we are is bad like we're not enough we're not good enough right and he feels that in his journey even though he doesn't even have his own movie his journey really is finding himself realizing and finding he has strength and what he has is not a bad thing he doesn't have this thing that destroys it's actually a blessing that he is strong enough to save and at the end he is one with that disease and he lives above it he lives above his demon and that's why that is such a powerful line in dr strange and that is why everything is connected to this movie if you really pay attention and the next time i want to get more into detail about that stuff but what always gets to me is iron man himself how at the end that selfless act that he did he started off very selfish the only thing about himself and he did the one thing that he would never do in a million years and you have someone like captain america who is so selfless that he realized you know what i need to think for myself i need to be me 
because it's like, yeah, saving the world is cool, but I'm sad. I don't have what I need. I am empty. And he realized that maybe he needs to think for himself because Tony Stark died being selfless. I mean, it was like the extreme, right? But of course, it was part of his journey to save humanity and all that stuff. And it made uh, Captain America realize how he it's he's allowed to have a life. He's allowed to live. It's not about always saving everyone because you cannot save everyone and that's what he learned in the second one you cannot people are gonna hate you people are gonna find a way to hate you no matter how amazing and humble you are and that's pretty incredible so i'm gonna leave you guys at that think about it let me know what your thoughts are of marvel movies i know i left a bunch of characters out right um but next time i do want to get into other characters and whatnot and i'll have more information and stuff so let me know about your characters and why they impact you and what you think about the marvel movies and what they taught you if you like them so i will see you guys next time thank you so much for listening in and make sure you rate and comment just so i could get some feedback share it if somebody needs to hear it follow me at favrivas on ig and message me if you have anything i should share